Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to Umlink Energy Speaks Back, powered by Hark. My name is Paul Webb. I'm the founder of B2B Energy, and I'm your host. And weekly, I present to you experts from around the world. Welcome to episode 88. My special guest today brings us insights into social media, and in specific, she brings insights and advice around LinkedIn. And our purpose, as always, is to provide a good understanding of energy management knowledge from around the world, which is available today for us to deliver savings that impact on our planet. And on our journey of knowledge sharing, we would like to thank our sponsors, who are Umlink, who are taking the confusion out of energy management, Park Systems, renowned for their energy software, Clean Energy Revolution for their knowledge and networking through LinkedIn, B2B Energy for their 11-week energy program and reducing organizations' third largest expense, Alexis Energy for power management initiatives, led by Vision, who are an LED and a controls company, Simewatts for electronics and EV transition, Carbon Black Global, for their waste to energy initiatives, Cinefex for their insulation coating, and SmartCall for their AC initiatives. And lastly, our certificate partners, Esther Energy. Our special guest today, in my books, has become the expert in social media. And she's known throughout LinkedIn as the LinkedIn lady. So without any further ado, I give you Vanini Vig. Good afternoon, Vanini, and how are you today? I'm good, Paul. How are you doing? Very well. It's really great to see you, and I trust you're at home. In the, can I see the sun in the background? I am. I am sitting in sunny Cheam at the moment. Right. Is that real sun, or is it just a illusion? No, it's real sunshine. <laughs> oh, good, good. I, good energy I'm, today. I can tell you today. Uh, we've got April showers here and we're in May, so it's not really making much sense where I am at the moment in Essex. So, um, But it's good to see that, you know, I'm talking to someone who's got similar temperatures to what I've got. Normally I'm talking to people around the world and they're very, very hot. It's not really, it's not really fair, is it, sometimes? <laughs> so, Vinini, we have met, I think we met in 2019 around yeah. about early 2019. And I always remember that you on that night, because you had these leopard skin trainers on. <laughs> <laughs> and it was your theme, wasn't it? It was yeah. your theme. So we met in real life when we didn't have none of the problems with COVID and things like that. And we built this um, business relationship around LinkedIn. And Obviously, we got to know each other very, very well because you are responsible for my um, my LinkedIn sort of journey as such. And we're going to touch on that, obviously, through our sort of podcast today. But so I know nearly everything about you. But for the benefit of our audience today, can you tell us some of your background and your origin story? Cool. So I have been I'm, I'm an I'm an I'm an IT manager by trade. Um, I've been doing that for the last 20-something years, um, all for corporate financial services, that kind of thing. Um, 
And a few of the, my friends had um, social media was coming along and they had businesses and they were really struggling. And I decided to look into social media, help them out because they were struggling a little bit. I was like, can't be that hard. It's got, got to, there's got to be another way. Um, so start, trained all the Facebook training, Instagram training. LinkedIn was my platform anyway, because I've come from a corporate background mm-hmm. and quite quickly understood all the differences between the different platforms, what to do, how to do it. Um, so I helped before COVID. Um, I helped quite a few restaurants, you know, build their social presence, online presence. Um, and then obviously COVID hit and those restaurants closed down and LinkedIn just blew up. Everybody needed a profile optimization. Um, everyone needed to be online. Everyone was used to being more digital. Mm. There was lack of presence. So that's pretty much where it kind of um, yeah, kicked off. And you mentioned LinkedIn did all the platforms really take off or was LinkedIn the main one that really took off regarding the corporate side? Yeah, for corporate, definitely LinkedIn um, for B2B. Mm-hmm. And also people were really needed to learn how to understand Instagram and Facebook for um, B2C businesses. So it's kind of, that's the split really, but they, they can cross, they can go crossover but it's just um, primarily LinkedIn for B2B, B2C, Instagram, and um, Facebook. So um, I'd like to focus just on the LinkedIn one because obviously we are mainly B2B regarding the audience that we have. And uh, I want to touch on, so obviously we went into lockdown and people had their profiles. Um, Obviously I'd been doing all my work in the late 2019 on mine, but... So where, what, was, what things had to be done to get them from sort of going fully online? What, what sort of things did you have to focus on? Well, most people have a LinkedIn profile, but don't actually use it. It was more back in 2017, prior to 2017, it was literally a recruitment database. It's where you would go to look for a job. Mm. You might have your education on there, your work experience, and it was just a CV database primarily um it got bought out by microsoft in 2017 and people started to realize that it's a much better the first thing you do when you move job is you update your title and tell everybody where you are so it's the most up-to-date platform Mm -hmm. to find anybody that you want to speak to it's always up to date it's not old data it's always current data and obviously as you know data is really really expensive so people we've now worked out that If you optimize your profile to be seen with your online presence, to show people what you can do and how you can help them, what your best skill set is, you can use LinkedIn for finding another job, for finding another prospect, for connecting with another company to do collaborative work. Whatever your goal is, you can do it on LinkedIn because it's just such a wide variety of, of people on there. It's global. It's up to date. It's current. And every decision maker that you ever want to get in contact with, regardless of what industry, what level, anybody that you want, they're all on there. Mm. How many um, users are there now? About 700 million, I think, nowadays. Wow. And growing, as always. And growing. And you know, only 
there are three types of people on LinkedIn. There are just the lurkers that just view and don't do anything. Mm-hmm. Then there's the people that actually look at things and may interact and engage a little bit. And then only 1% out of all of those people actually create content and post on LinkedIn. 1%. 1% of all of those people. Wow. So, you know, it's always good to be a leader and not a follower. Yeah, so yeah. if you... Um, if you've optimized your profile and you're standing out from the crowd and you're gearing up on your online presence and becoming present, you know, you become an influencer on, on the platform. It's super easy. And, you know, it's all about positioning. Yeah. You know, but it's not, you know, one of the, the biggest stumbling blocks, which I'm sure you would allude to regarding getting started is the, the content you need the content don't you before you you can do anything you need two things firstly you need to optimize your profile so tell people who you are what it is you do how you can help them Mm -hmm. and you know make sure that people really understand how you can help it's not it's not a sales base or picture no one likes to be sold to but the more people can relate to you and you build that know like and trust with people um, it all starts with your profile. So as soon as they look up, anyone anyone wants to get to know you, they look up your profile first. And, you know, it's always good to make sure that that is fully, you know, explains fully who you are and what you do. Yeah. The second side of it then is um, actually creating content. So again, creating content of value to help people, you know, every client that you've got out there has got a pain or, or a pain or, or a solution and you've got the solution. And you've, especially you, Paul, you've got so much information and knowledge about energy and how to help people save money, you know, um, the efficiency, tools, analytics, everything like that. Yeah. But no one knew, like, that, you know, so the people that you knew knew you, but the people that didn't know you didn't know you. Yeah. So, um, the, the beauty and the magic of, of, of optimizing your profile is that you can get seen by people you don't know. You can help them with their, with give it, providing valuable tips. I think your first post was um, an energy meter where you'd saved somebody like 700 pounds or something. Exactly. Yeah. We went, and, and if I can remember, so we had, we built a strategy, didn't we? And we said, this is how it was going to work. And we wasn't, posting videos every day we had pictures didn't we Is it and so i i remember one of my first posts was um for like a motivation thing was a can of red bull that's all i had can of red bull and said this is the energy drink this is what we need to be talking about energy and i think i had a a little peanut butter that said spreading energy yes <laughs> <laughs> It was just so right at the time that these things were just suddenly appearing when I thought, well, I need to do that. And I do, I do always look for things like that. Now that if I see anything um, that sort of resonates with a, a, a post like that, because I find sometimes it's great putting the good content out regarding the knowledge, but occasionally people like to see what's happening in your personal life or what's happening around your day. Basically, human at the end of the day exactly more people get to know you um they get to like you they can decide whether they get to like you or not and then if they like you then they'll get to know you a bit more and once they get to know you a bit more 
then they trust you. So it's the no like, and trust element. And the more authentic you are and the more you share what you're doing, obviously I'm not talking about like share what you're having for breakfast or, yeah. you know, that you, you know, whatever. Um, but as long as you're sharing, you know, it's still LinkedIn is, is as much as it's a professional website, you know, social platform, you've still got to have some sort of, you know, relief of, of, you know, it's still a social platform. Yeah. So, you know, you've got to like mix it up, make sure you have a little bit of serious, a little bit of fun. And actually don't take yourself, if you take yourself seriously, you know, you've got, no one's perfect. I, it's I'm, okay to make mistakes. I'm smiling because I remember, <laughs> I remember when we used to do the video. So for the benefit of the audience today, Vanini was responsible for all my early videos. And all she would say to me, behind the screen was smile 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 because I wouldn't <laughs> smile and then we did one video that said um people ask me why I'm so serious and the reason why I'm serious because this is a serious subject and uh it was quite funny because we was laughing behind the scenes about it but um <laughs> but uh, yeah I you made me smile all the time and I struggled with that because I wanted to be serious all the time didn't I <laughs> The thing is, is that you can be serious and people might just think, you know, you're just too serious. And, the, yeah. and they, might, they might, you know, they might not approach you because they're not too much of a serious guy. Exactly. exactly. But, you know, you've got a smile, have a bit of, you know, be human. Like people buy from people at the end of the day. Exactly. And they like to, people like to relate to people, mm. really. It's all about being relatable, you know, yeah. know what you're doing, social proof what you're doing. And so between your profile and how you can help people and then sharing a bit of content where you can show people how you can help people and showing the human element side of yourself, you then have a, a full online presence. And then once you're visible and you're and people can see you, you know, I'm sure, I don't know, Paul, maybe you've been to events where you don't know them, they've seen you on LinkedIn yeah, and then they've I said, that. you know. I do have that quite a few times. <laughs> <laughs> people come up to me and say hi Paul how's it going and they're talking to me as if I, I do not I, I get that now Benini, we've, we've made it sound very simple regarding getting started so do your profile get your content be personable that is all very straightforward and very easy but what we haven't really alluded to was the dreaded word which I I fight this every day and that's the algorithm because you know, I may have 24,000 people follow me, but 24,000 people aren't going to get my post every day. It has to go through the LinkedIn criteria regarding the value of that before it gets shared. So, you know, you have to track people liking it and passing comment on it, you know, and getting that engagement before LinkedIn say, okay, we're going to release that to the next 25%, the next 25 and the next 25. I'm not, sort of looking for the solutions behind that. But we are constantly, as LinkedIn posters, fighting it every day, aren't we? Yeah. Have you got any words of wisdom around that? So there's two things, right? So there's people who chase the algorithm, you know, it's only, it'll only your success will be only limited because you're just chasing the algorithm. If you really define your target audience, and really share the right content, people will engage anyway. And then because they're engaging, the algorithm kicks in. So 
I wouldn't worry too much about the algorithm as such. There is a, obviously a threshold that, you know, or points that, you know, that it, the platform has a look and says, oh, there's something really exciting going on here. There's starting to be some traction. And then that throws it out. Yeah. But if you manage to create content where people like it, you know, they'll comment on it or there's some, create some activity, mm. you know, it could be anything. It literally could be anything. Um, but the more you relate to the people that you really want to do business with, you know, it will come anyway, yeah. you know, like uh, they'll interact with it. And again, it's always good to put that humor, you know, like that sort of stuff in it, because if they if somebody connects with your humor, it's likely that every time you put out a bit of funny content or a bit something that will make somebody smile at the end of the day, if you can make someone smile every day or have a look at something, then, you know, it's all good. So I think it's more focus on your content and be consistent. I think yeah. that's the other thing. Yeah. is um you know you know number one make sure your profile you know shows you how you're helping people number two create valuable content and three be consistent because i think the more you show up in front of somebody and the more they see you every day the more likely they are to like you and then the more likely to actually engage with your content based on the work we were doing i had people contact me and say had i taken over linkedin <laughs> or, um, you know, do I own LinkedIn now and things, you know, because I'm always on it. And that's because, you know, your post, I find your posts, every time you do a post, that'll probably last for about 10 days. You know, I often get someone's like to post. And I think, wow, that's come, that's 10 days ago I posted that. And you get the comments come back. And sometimes I've had posts from years ago where it's come up and someone's liked it because they've, they've gone through, they've rabbit holed through me and gone through down all my post as such so you know though you post every day you've got just to remember that post will last for a, a long period you know all all my articles are still going to be in there on my profile so That's it's cool. worth sort of knowing that yeah i think every piece of content that you create will go a long way you know and especially ones of value because people will keep going back to that and also when people are asking you questions you can always copy the link to that post and say oh, you know I've already created a video on this or I've already created an article on this or you know how do I do something and you can just and you can repurpose that stuff as much as as you want yeah you know when you fully optimize your profile there are little tweaks that you can do to help direct your you know the most frequently asked or your best performing posts and stuff like that or the most valuable content you can tag that yeah. So people, yeah. So, and you know, on that subject, don't be shy to uh, repurpose old posts and old, you know, if things you that think, come up. If you think that your audience is always growing, and so you may think that after I don't know, like six months, maybe you're going to have so many more followers than you had before. And either people will see it again after six months and go, "Oh, that's really interesting. Oh, I remember that." and then haven't done anything about it or you've got your new audience where who then take action on what you're on what you're doing and what you're saying mm -hmm. so you can or should always read don't ever be scared of repurposing content no. um just obviously don't do it too often where it becomes repetitive i think if i repurpose mine you wouldn't know because i don't 
I, I hardly <laughs> repurpose anything. So tell us, so you're obviously you got sucked into your 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 real job regarding the IT side during COVID because of the the sort of the the transition of people working from home and that created loads of pressure for you going forward. But you've sort of pivoted to your business now regarding your your social media business. Tell us a bit about that. So um, I well during COVID I was so busy. Uh, during the day, just responded to my day job, that I did social media profiles, helping people in the evening, because that's the only way I could fit them in. I needed to serve these people. They needed help. And so every day at six o'clock, I did a profile review session. And it was brilliant because I managed to do five profiles a week live. You know, I'd get them on, actually go through an audit, optimize them and, you know, got their online presence out there and, you know, some of those are really thriving now. And if they hadn't pivoted at that point, they might not have been, they might not have a business today. So that was really good. Um, since then, I have uh, created like a course now where I just teach people because before I was at doing profile management, well, there's, you know, there's tiers. You can either, I either do the profile management for you. I can help do content creation. Obviously, I was seeing you when we were, were working to actually being able to physically see you bring on my kit and do that but then it was a bit more difficult when covid happened i think we did a session virtually didn't we oh we we were doing videos via <laughs> i had my phone set up and you was looking at me telling me smiling again and uh, yeah and then i would send you the videos and then you would edit them <laughs> so it's been a whole learning curve on how to support people online with their content creation. Mm. Um, but then then other people just needed handholding of they, you know, they can do it themselves, but it does take time. So it's a case of just teaching people, you know, how to optimize their profile, how to create content, video skills, you know, how to present yourself on camera, how to smile, <laughs> uh, how to be authentic, how to do um creatives how to create posts um content calendar um because i think the main two things people really really struggle with is what do i post oh my god um and two i don't have time Mm. so between having a content calendar knowing how to batch up your content and how to create content and and how and how to save time doing that they're the main two things that I can bring value to people. So it's like how to start again, you know, when you said we didn't have a strategy at the beginning, it's like, once you get into the mindset of what you can post, what to look out for, when to pull your phone out and video yourself. Yeah. Um, Cause if you're not in the mindset of doing it, that you don't do it. And then you just think, Oh, social media. Can't be bothered with all that. It's too hard, but actually it's not. <laughs> My social thing, you know, LinkedIn was amazing for me, as I always tell you. Know, we sat down, and I, I'm going to tell the, the audience a, a story. When so, me and <laughs> Vanini had this one to one, and um, she said, I've looked at your profile, and she said, You you obviously know your stuff, but you need to do videos. And I said, Vanini, I'm not going to do videos, listen to my voice. Uh, even now, look, I'm I sound like Ian Bill, which is an East Ender from. TV character. Um, I said, I can't do it. And she took her phone out, pushed it into my face and said, tell me what you do. So me being me, I rattled off 
what I did. And then we watched a video together and we both looked at each other and said, it's pretty good. We could probably do something with that. And then we, we went into a meeting room, I think the following week, and then we set the tripod up, set out, and we, we batch recorded, which I think is a very good tip. We'd done about six videos. You went off and top and tailed them. And that was it. And we did one a week, one a week, one a week. And it just exploded. And I'm, I can't say who the client was, but I was approached by a client very quickly. Significant amounts of business just off the back of that. And I didn't ask for it because that's the key thing, isn't it? No call to action. Don't ask people for business. You could, No, you, you need to give people a call to action. So visit my web if they want more information visit your website or check out my profile or dm me or whatever it is you do you can always guide people on what the next step is but you don't need to sell anything it's like so selling not the call to action the actual selling don't sell on social media it's linkedin is all about being in the business room online online presence just be who you are do what you do and you know, people who want to do business with you will come. Mm. And you know what? Is you're not for everyone. This is this is the thing. You know, people go, oh, you know, what if people don't like me, or what if I say the wrong thing, or or anything like that. It's kind of like if you're, you know, one of the lurkers and not one of the one percent creators on here. Um, you know, it's one of those where it doesn't matter. Mm. Like you're st- you're still the same if you're in a room of people, networking event. You're still the same person as you are online. So yeah. just behave the same. Go and say hi to people. Just introduce yourself to people. If someone's having a conversation, join in. If someone's like having a conversation on a on a topic that you are interested in, join in. It's only a comment. You know, and if and if the comment's wrong, it doesn't matter. You know, it's like I think at the end of the day, there's haters everywhere. So people are gonna be horrible. They're gonna be horrible whether online or in your face. So this brings me on to a very important point, the trolls, people attacking you. Have you got a way that you would deal with that? I think we had one of those together, didn't we? We had a couple, didn't we? You know, like... One of them has has become my very good friend. So I would say to people, you know what? You're not for everyone. Everybody's not for everyone. There's going to be people that like you and there's going to be people that don't like you. I know that people either like me or they don't. And those that don't, oh, well, there's that many more people that will. So it's fine. Um, And I think, well, you think your voice is squeaky. I'll sound like a smurf. (laughs) (laughs) You think that you're Ian Bill. I've got, I'm Mrs. Squeak. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, I think when you have a troll, it's it's okay. I wouldn't yeah, worry about it because it, it, it's proof, isn't it? That well, you've reached someone that has got an opinion about what you're doing. It's proof. Well, they, they say that bad press is as, just as good as as yeah. you know as good press. And I think that as long as you're consistent and you know what you're talking about and you come back with factual, never get into some sort of never get emotional on one of those posts. Don't like get upset or anything. Just look at them and go. You know what? Thank you for visiting my profile. Thank you for challenging me. And, you know, thank you for making me think about what I do know. Yeah. And, and just be really happy and grateful that someone's like checking for you, that someone that you didn't even know. Yeah. So, you know, you just got to look at the positives on that. A, tro- a troll is a good for you, but don't like, 
don't let their bad energy don't let their bad energy in <laughs> literally so you're right we did have one i challenged what he said to me in a nice way regarding you know thank you for your comments this is this is how i was seeing that particular post he would then came back again i said um obviously you've got concerns about what i'm promoting here why don't we have a private conversation in my uh, direct messaging it could go one of two ways he could disappear or he can come and chat with me one of them disappeared and then the other guy come and chatted to me and he's going to be on my podcast soon i'm going to interview him um very nice guy and he challenged me because he's old school he knows the story behind everything he's got a good academic understanding but not a physical understanding that's where we was we was different really so you i think i always see a troll as an opportunity really Definitely. everyone's model of the everyone's got their own version of of what they see and what they do so you know if the color yellow you might see a different color yellow to the shade i see of yellow but actually the same as yellow so i would say to people if you know don't worry about trolls and as again this isn't instagram or facebook where it's all you know yeah. not professional people it's just people who are giving their opinion on from their model of the truth yeah and you just have to respect that and just go well thanks and also if it's a troll it is someone that you've reached out to with your content to somebody that you didn't know and if there's somebody like that then think about all of the good people that've seen it as well and so then up oh, thanks troll <laughs> so with your particular role that you have in this industry now, where do you think your challenges are? Uh, it's just, some, I think sometimes I, I try to explain things to people and, and they're, they're still scared and it's, you know, their fear yeah, of fear. fear. You know, I, I say video skills and people don't really want to be online. I don't, I don't want to be present. Don't want to be online. Yeah. Uh, I think it's just, yeah just other people's fears and, and helping them overcome that is probably the biggest challenge of like, yeah, it's, it, it's nothing to be scared of. Yeah. Only social media. <laughs> and, and the age thing, isn't it? When like I was I'm 58, but I'm still doing it. I'm like, I'm podcasting. I'm now YouTubing. I, I'm, it's not, it's for everyone, isn't it? Social media. There's no age group doesn't matter how old you are you can't say oh, i'm too old to do that not at all as long as you've got an open mind you have probably got right you as as my client anything i said you were up for it you were like yeah no problem i'd be like let's do this yeah okay yeah yeah okay i've got a couple of other clients who won't go on camera won't do video won't do podcast won't do anything and they're so like I just want to be behind the scenes. So I'm having to come up with different ways of how we can get them out yeah. there. Yeah. But, you know, eventually, I don't know how long it will take me, but I will get them on camera. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's my own perseverance. But you know what? The quicker you get on camera and people can see you in your eyes, um, the quicker you'll make a relationship with someone. Yeah. Exactly. You know, I think that's the biggest challenges is getting people to get over their own fear and get them out of there. I don't want to. 
you tell him you say that about me absorbing everything you put forward. We were in an office late one night with my son with me, Fraser, and they were turning the lights off and we wanted to film Fraser in the dark reading a book, didn't we? Yeah. And we had this mad idea that we, because it was during um, a time, anyway, so we we filmed him, because I wanted to talk about leaving the lights on and the children, you know, as a as a son, my dad used to say to me, oh, these lights are on up here and you're downstairs. It's like Blackpool Illuminations. So we wanted to film Fraser sit in there reading a book in the dark and we did didn't we and we posted it i can't remember what the the process was but um i remember we did that i think it was fraser sitting in the dark and he'd be like turn the lights on dad because <laughs> you were turning <laughs> off all the lights <laughs> but again that bit of post was relatable that every parent who's got a teenage child yeah turn all the lights on you know and you just think well, especially now with energy bills being so crazy, people yeah. cannot afford to keep leaving every single light on in the house unless you've installed smart technology and you can sit there with your phone and turn off all the lights, you know, yeah. as the kids are going around. But, you know, it, that technology has only become available recently, affordable, right? Exactly, exactly. Finini, it's come to that time. Uh, you've you've given so much already regarding your knowledge and, and sort of, explaining about LinkedIn aspects, but is there anything now that you can give back to our audience and our industry regarding the takeaway? I would, hmm, I would definitely say uh, be consistent. You know, like it's so important, consistency, consistency, consistency. You know, if you're going to, if you're starting out, batch up a whole load of content that will get you through the next four weeks, have a framework and go from there. And, you know, the more you're consistent, the better it will be for you because the algorithm will like get to know you and like you. It's a bit like being in a bar. You go in every day, the barman knows who you are, probably get served every day. You go in once a week, he kind of knows who you are. And, but then if you don't, if you don't go in all the time, they don't know who you are. So it's good. Just be consistent with your content. And just touching on the consistency, do you post same time every day? Yeah. Once you, yeah, every day, same time. And whatever that is right for you, because people will say if you post, some, most people post eight o'clock in the morning, wait between eight and nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you're somebody that wants to start posting at four o'clock in the afternoon, it might be that your audience is, is in the US and that's perfect for them. Yeah. You know, and... If you don't post at four o'clock, they'll be like, where's, the, where's your post? How come you not post at four o'clock? So your audience will get to know you after a little while. Mm. And, you know, they'll just pick a time that's convenient for you and um, and post consistently on time. I sometimes post, well, I try to post early in the morning between seven and eight. Um, but I sometimes say I'm posting like an American in the afternoon. Um, I do fluctuate it, you know. You do, I have a post ready, but sometimes the day overtakes me, you know, when certain things happen, really. I'm traveling, et cetera. I will just say, be consistent and do your research. So your target audience research, your hashtag research, your industry research and all that sort of stuff. And look at some tools. There's loads of different tools out there that can help you schedule that stuff. 
that don't impact your um, posting, you know, um, but and that will help you be consistent, you know. Yeah. yeah. But as long as it's authentic content, you know, I think just authenticity is key, research is key, and consistency. Brilliant. And the reason why we're doing this um, today is that I want energy experts to be able to post with confidence because they've got great messages out there for what we're trying to do, you know, reducing kilowatt hours, reducing emissions, you know, saving our planet. This is the idea of this. I want to give, you know, as far as I'm concerned, you're an expert in LinkedIn and you're giving that knowledge to the experts regarding energy. All good. Good luck out there, for, you know, energy experts out there. Hashtag energy experts. <laughs> Hashtag energy experts. Brilliant. So, Vinny, I'd like to say thank you very much for joining us today. It's been a real pleasure. I, I love talking about the past and our journey. Um, I'm, we still laugh about it. And, um, Vinny, please, you and your family stay safe in these times. Thank you. Thanks for see, having me. See you.